this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministry. I'm so excited to be on with you. Um, Today is going to be a really cool word. It's actually going to be two in one. You guys are getting two for one today. Amen. Um, But just some reminders. Um, I will be at a revival. You can see that I've been posting. Uh, Be checking down below in the links. You will see the links to everything. Um, The revival, uh, nationwide revival that's going to be happening in Oklahoma, Adair, Oklahoma, I believe I'm saying that correctly. Um, and they are uh, erecting a tent and the revival is going to be below a 110 foot cross at Cross on the Prairie. And that is the 27th through the 29th of August. I will be there. Um, I was asked by the person putting the revival together to come and be a part of it. And, um, she is someone who spoke at, uh, the Help and Freedom Rally. And so she's connected with some of them. And, um, but this is not a political thing. She, she said God put it on her heart to do a national revival and that I was supposed to be there and she wants me there. So I'm going to be there and I will be doing whatever God's called me to do. But I would love to see you guys there in Oklahoma. It would be amazing. Also, we're coming to Alaska, Soldatna, Alaska, the 4th and the 5th of September. Please come. We're going to worship the King of Kings. It's going to be an amazing time. Um, then our next trip after that will be, besides moving to Texas in between, we will be in Florida at Ignited Church. And they have invited me to come. And they are doing a Florida glory storm. And it's going to basically, uh, the conference, I'm going to be coming and speaking on everything that God has given me over Florida, all the prophecies I've released and I will be doing a, uh, impartation service. And so, uh, imparting fire to anyone who's ready to go and wanting some fresh fire to do what God's called you to do in Florida or take it back to wherever you come from. Um, but I'm so excited and honored to come to Florida and do that. Anyway, there's so much stuff going on. We're going to be doing another Nehemiah prayer summit. We're going to Washington DC this time. Be watching for the dates for that. Oh, it's going to be amazing. We're going to go wreck it for Jesus. Amen. We're going to tear down some stuff in the glory. Um, and I'm beyond excited. Also, Dream Talks 2 is out. You can get it on pre-order. We will be releasing it by this Friday, the 13th. We don't believe in myths, you guys. Okay. Um, and I'm so excited. We are per- we are finalizing getting it all together and getting the um, PDF curriculum with it and all that. So um, just know you should be receiving your email Friday with everything for Dream Talks 2. And so be watching for that. Check your your uh, spam box, your other folders, because people will tell us they don't get them, but they do get sent out. And so whatever email you give us is where it goes to. And so be watching for that. Okay, so I am getting ready to release a two-for-one word about Trump. I have not talked about him for a while because I, I will only release what God tells me to release. So, but he in the last, um, week or so, um, has given me two words for Trump 
And one was a word to help um, the body of Christ understand why he's so important. And then another word that explains why he's so important, but that we need to be praying for him. Because he has a heavy load. And most people, even in the body of Christ, even though you know that for whatever reason he's been chosen and he's supposed to be the one and he's going to make it back in and the fraud is real, whatever it is that you believe about that, God still feels like um, you all need to know the depths of why this is so important. And so this is the words that he gave me. And I'm excited to release them. Also, I just want to say hey to Prophecy Now. Um, my podcast listeners, uh, I know you guys are listening. I re- Whatever I release here, I release on my podcast. And uh, it's awesome to have you guys listening with us today. And um, I hope that you are blessed by what I'm about to release about Trump. And I know many of us have gotten to the place where we, especially those who want to stay clued in, know what God is doing and that it's real. And there's all kinds of exposure happening and we're getting to that point. But for whatever reason, God still needs to speak about these things concerning Trump because I don't know if if he thinks people or he knows, he knows, he doesn't think because God knows everything, that that people are just not fully grasping the reality of why it's important. And there's many people that want to ha- not believe. Um, they think that it's silliness or it's just politics or whatever. So... I'm going to release the word that the Lord gave me, okay? So I was deep in my worship time, and I was just praying and interceding, as I do. Um, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, Josiah. And I said, okay, so I stopped, because if he says Josiah to me in the middle of my worship, then I know that he needs me to do something. So he said, Josiah, and I said, okay. I said, what about King Josiah? And he said, I need you to read about King Josiah. So I went to Kings, Second Kings, and then I went to um, Second Chronicles. So um, you can read about him in two places: Second um, Kings twenty-two and Second Chronicles thirty-four. Um, I'm going to be reading out of uh, Chronicles, Second Chronicles thirty-four. It's a little more in depth um, than the Kings, but it's a, basically the same information, but I'm going to be reading a little bit, but not all of it. I'm going to give you the gist of it and I'm going to release the word. So God had me go through and read about Josiah. And so let me read some of the highlighted verses here. If you have it, get it out so that you can be reading it with me, but you can track with what I'm saying and, 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 and what the message God is getting across concerning Josiah first and foremost. Okay. So, uh, Josiah, was eight years old, okay, when he took over as king. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in the ways of his father David. He did not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. For in the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek God, um, the God of his father David. And in the twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of the high places, the wooden images, the carved images, and the molded images. They broke down the altars of the veils in the presence, um, in his presence, and incense altars, which were above them, he cut down. And the wooden images, the carved images, and the molded images, he broke into pieces and made... Um, dust of them and scattered them on the graves of those who sacrificed to them. Man, I'm telling you guys, 
When, when we want to think everything is supposed to go a smooth, pretty little wonderful way, nope. Josiah, he was, he was sassy. He, he burned the stuff and then laid it on their grave. And he was like, okay, it can die with you. It can die with you people. He also burned the bones of the priest on their altars and cleansed Judah and Jerusalem. So he burned the bones of the priests that were half serving God and half serving the, the idols, burned their bones on the idols' altars, and then burned up all those idols' altars and poured them out. Man, they were dramatic, you guys. They were dramatic. So to think that, that all this massive stuff doesn't have to happen, it's an amazing thing that God's doing. I mean, I'll just put this out there. If, if the election had went through, there'd be a lot of stuff that's not being found out right now. And God is cleansing the temple. Okay. America is not the temple. Don't start getting all religious on me. You're going to understand what I'm saying here in a second. Okay. Um, so he goes through. And so he did in the cities of Manasseh and Ephraim and Simeon, as far as Naphtali and all around the Axis. When he had broken down the altars and the wooden images, um, had beaten the carved images into powder and cut down the incense altars throughout the land, he returned to Jerusalem. Okay? Then Hilkiah, who was his priest, so I'm going to kind of skip through this because it's a lot of reading, you guys. You guys can go back through while you're doing this word and, and pause it and, you know, get this out and read it. Okay? Read it fully so you'll understand the word about Trump. Okay? And I'm giving you two words for one, so it'll be as long as it's going to be. You need to listen to the whole thing, okay? In the 18th year of his reign, when he had purged the land and the temple, he sent Shaphan, the son of Azalea and Messiah, I'm saying these all wrong, I'm sure, the governor of the city of Joah and the son of Jeho Jehoaz, the recorder, to repair the house of the Lord God. This is key right here, too, because I'm going to mention some of this. When they had, when they had come to Hilkiah, the high priest, they had delivered the money that was brought into the house of God, which the Levites who had kept the doors had gathered from the hand of Manasseh and Ephraim and from the remnant of Israel. And so I'm, I'm pointing that out because right there, I'm just, this is the third word I'm throwing in. That's the wealth transfer. As Josiah's cleansing everything, then he sends his people out and he was like, you need to gather this money that belongs to the house of God. That belongs to the nation to repair what's supposed to be happening. And so we know that a wealth transfer has already been prophesied. I've prophesied it. And God was showing me in the midst of this Trump word that this is a picture of it. They came and brought all the money to Josiah so that it could be used for what God intended it to be used for. And not for idols. So there's so much that God is doing right now, you guys. And so basically, if you move on, you track through, Hilkiah, the priest, I'm sure I'm not saying that name right, finds the book of the law. He brings it to Josiah. Um, and Josiah reads it and realizes that, uh, that the people have been disobeying all that time and breaking God's laws. And he is so upset. And he tells um, his priest, go to the prophetess. 
Yeah, so if you want to question women leaders in the Bible and women prophesying and women pastoring and all that, Josiah says, you need to go to Hilda. She's a prophet. And you need to ask her what I'm supposed to do. Because this is bad. This is so bad. So this is what happens. So Hilkiah and those the king had appointed went to Hilda the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tehoath, the son of... Okay, I'm not saying all that. She dwelt in Jerusalem in the second quarter, and they spoke to her to that effect. Then she answered them, Thus says the Lord God, Tell the men that sent you. Basically, you haven't been listening. Calamity's coming. Death is coming. You you deserve what you get. But, Josiah, your reign will have peace because you loved the Lord first. You humbled yourself. You tore your clothes. You broke down the idols. So because of that, your while you're king, it will be peaceful. And But aside from that, these other evil people are going to pay. That's pretty much what she says. And so he gets the word back. And then if you move on and you read, it says, Josiah restores true worship in Israel. And so now let's move on. So God has me read this whole couple of chapters. And then this is what he says to me when I'm done. He says, this is Trump in quotations. A type of Josiah. Josiah restored true worship and repaired the damages. Trump will be used the same way. He has been given a heart like Josiah. And I know that many have said that he's Cyrus. And I have said, God told me he's his signet ring. Um, But he's just letting you know the heart of the true heart of Trump, you guys. And please listen to this word all the way through. Please listen all the way through. Um, He has been given a heart like Josiah. He wants to restore America. I've mantled him for this job to physically restore America. Just as Josiah did in the physical. Josiah tore his clothes and was horrified before God. Made it clear to him through a prophet, prophetess, Hilda, that God was not pleased with how the nation was and the idol worship. Because he humbled himself and took responsibility for the sin, God would bless his work, the work of his hands. He has chosen Trump to help clean up America in the physical, but it will affect the spiritual if my people will partner with me and believe I still use men and women to bring restoration and trust what I'm doing and whom I choose to use. I've chosen Trump to participate with me for my glory in kingdom. My body needs to trust what I'm doing and not think that they know better than their maker. He's getting bold with you guys. He's getting straight up. I am the maker of heaven and earth. I am the creator and the influencer of the making of America. Trust what I need to do to restore it. Trust me, my body. Don't question my ways. And so this was the word he gave me about Trump. And I'm going to, if I get in the glory, I get in the glory. I'm already getting sweaty, you guys. And this is what he gave me today. This was, that was six or seven days ago. And then yesterday he kept saying to me, Trump. And I knew he was going to need me to release that word today. But then this morning, he kept bringing Trump up to me in the middle of my worship time and intercession. And so then I knew I needed to pray for him. But then he gave me this word. 
Amen. And so this is, I'm just going to read you the word. The Lord led me to pray for Trump. He kept putting him on my heart the last couple of days. He's getting into the thick of it. So this is the word from the Lord. He's getting into the thick of it as we go into preparations for all that I'm going to do in and through, in and through him. He is my vessel and the enemy hates him. You wonder why he's constantly getting attacked because the enemy hates him. It really is, it really is him getting attacked. And if you're a Christian and a part of the body of Christ and you've joined that, you've joined the devil. Sorry, saying it straight up. Okay, let's keep going. He needs strength and protection for the job ahead. It's a heavy load to be the one I've chosen to make the body of Christ um, awaken. It's pretty scary and sad. Listen to this, you guys. It is a heavy load to be the one I've chosen to make the body of Christ awaken. He is a forerunner for my kingdom. He's not just a, po a political leader. He's been chosen in the spiritual to participate with me to wake up my church. His position and calling is more spiritual than it is political. People have been very confused about what I'm doing right now and how important Trump is to opening the floodgates for my glory. There's many who can't see what I'm doing because they see him as just a man and a politician. They have blinders on. They don't see the forerunner he is and was born to be. There's many in the body that just don't see, and he gave me that in quotations, don't see what I'm doing. This um, is not about elections and the political arena and the normal world as we know it. We are deep in the glory realms working for, for my glory and my kingdom. Many are deceived right now about what I'm doing and how much of this is me working um, not man. My true seers and prophets can see what I am doing and can look past the earthly realm. Pray for Trump. He needs um, heavy prayer backup, just as DeSantis and Abbott. And that was it. And so basically then I interceded for him and he said the same way uh, DeSantis needs massive prayer backup in Florida is uh, and, and Abbott in Texas for taking the stand and doing what they're doing because Texas is the blood and Florida is the water. Um, he needs us to back Trump up. We need to not just assume that because it's been prophesied, it's going to come to pass and it's all going to go well. We still have a role. We need to be praying him through this. Because as the Lord said right here, it is a heavy load to be the one chosen to wake up the body of Christ. And so what is he saying? He's saying, Trump's not just here, as in the first word, to restore America. And to participate in what you want to call draining the swamp. Or, like Josiah did, tearing down the idols that have been built up. Because... That's a part of restoring America is tearing down the idols. And there are so many idols in America. And so here's what you need to know. It is so important that we pray for him because let this sink in deep. Let this sink in. 
This is not just about exposing elections. This is not just about getting rid of the left. This is not just about exposing this and exposing that. Yes, it is. God's doing it because it, everything will be for his glory. But think about this. Let this sink in. The church was previously the body of Christ in such a poor state of truly doing what they were supposed to be doing on this earth that God needed to raise up someone. And part of Trump's job is not political. It is spiritual. And through everything that's happening with him has been what has basically been the push and the thrust of the awakening of the bride of Christ. Now, there are many who have stepped aside and have decided, like he said in this word, that, that this is just the world, it's politics, it's, it's how we roll, you know, this happened, that happened, we all move on, God is still God. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys know you expect me to be sassy, but that kind of thinking, that's not right. Okay, that's the words I'm going to give to that. Because then what you're saying is, when you're saying that, you're saying that we we don't have a part to play. We're not supposed to be doing anything. The body does nothing. We just sit there and wait for everyone to come to our church and hear a word. But we have no other role. And you're also saying that God sent the Holy Spirit for no reason and that his body has no participation. And that kind of thinking is destructive and it will destroy the power of the Holy Ghost and fire in the body of Christ. Because if we assume that he has to call fire from heaven and send it on down and we're just supposed to sit down here and watch it all happen. No, we are his body. He's the head. So imagine this and picture this. He's the head. We're the hands and feet. We're the legs. We're the muscles. We're the body. We're, we're the mouthpiece. We're it. So what do you think is happening if the body says, oh, that's just whatever. God will do what he's going to do. He's in control anyway. You guys, that is a cop-out for the body of Christ. And... I'm being so straight up right now because when he gave me these two words so deep in my spirit, and man, the glory is going to show up mightily right here in a second. I could feel so deep in my spirit. The magnitude of the lengths that God is going through to get us to get a grip, to get us to become the body, to get us to, to do what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to have been doing it all along. And everything would not be happening the way it is right now if the body was doing what they were supposed to. And you guys know, I've already said this, we are all guilty. We all have to repent. But once we see it, we have to go with the glory. And we have to be willing to hear what God's heart is and what he's doing without fear. And there are many that want to do the cop-out. They want to sit by... And just say, it's the world, it's the way it is, people are people, politics is politics, uh, this is this, this is this. I'm here to tell you right now, what God, why it's so important with what God wants to do using Trump has not really probably only 30% to do with politics. 
It's spiritual. He is being used to wake us up. Because what's interesting is how many of people of us in the body of Christ have been so brazen as Trump. Trump was so brazen. I'm going to restore America. I'm going to drain the swamp. How many of us have went out to the streets like the disciples were brazen? They went out and they raised the dead and they cast out demons and they healed the sick. And they went from town to town until everybody knew who Jesus was. Until thousands a day were being saved. If the body's not doing that, then Jesus has no body. So all these words I've released about a faulty foundation and uh, the church being old, stale, rotten food with a burnt oven, with a broken oven, and go back, watch some of my words. The 20-minute de-wrinkle cycle for the bride of Christ that he has us in right now, that prophetic dream he gave me, you have to understand, we were not being the body correctly. There were plenty of us that were on fire and were already doing pretty much a, a lot of what we were supposed to be doing, but not at the full level we were supposed to be. So now he's taking us all, all of those people to another level of reality in the spirit and fully being the body. But there was another whole part of the body of Christ that was not being the body. They were just living week to week, going to church once a week, calling that a body of Christ, doing nothing in between, not healing the sick, saving the lost, raising the dead, casting out demons. They weren't doing that. They thought church was a thing you did and it better not last more than an hour once a week. That is not a body. None of those people can be counted on. And it's going to offend you guys. I'm offending you. I'm sure I'm offending you. But you're either in or out. You're either hot or cold. Jesus said, if you are lukewarm, I will spit you out. And so here's the thing. Let this sink in. This is what's actually happening with Trump. Both of these words. He needs us. To stop trying to tell him, the God of the universe, how to do his job. And we need to be willing to say, maybe it's plausible we're not doing our job. And so, for those of you who have been following me for a while, you guys are doing your job. You're staying faithful. You're trusting the word of the Lord. You're on fire. If there's a revival, you're going to show up. Amen. And you're going to bring friends because you want them saved and healed. That is what should be happening. And then you have others that just want to be normal and want to be like, this is just the world. It's how it is. We're not coming into the birthing pains of Christ. This is not the end times. We're not people. We just need to get back to normal. I just want to pretend like none of this ever happened. Here's the thing right now. I am so thankful for 2020. I am a completely different person, even myself. And I was already on fire, crazy chick. But I am a totally different person now. He took me to another realm. And he needs the body to be the body. So this is his plea. Please, body of Christ. Please, my people who are supposed to be a part of me. I'm the head. Pray for Trump.
because he has a heavy load and he's getting into the thick of it. He's getting attacked on the backside, you guys. We won't see all that, but you have to know in the spirit it's happening. And he was very clear with me. He's getting into the thick of it, which means there's going to be stuff the enemy's going to throw at him to try to stop everything, which he can't do. Because what's already been decided has been decided. But God is saying, we can make Trump's load lighter in the spirit. So let's do that. Okay, let's pray for him right now. Man, I can feel the glory. Let's lift him up now. Because he's been given a much bigger job than just the political side of what everybody sees. He's participating in waking us up. If only the body of Christ was as brazen as him. Amen. We're getting there. If you watch me, you're getting there. Amen. Amen. The disciples did not care about death. They did not care about beatings. They did not. Nothing made them afraid. They went with the glory no matter what the outcome. That's the body of Christ. That's the body he needs. That's the body that should be praying and believing and partnering with him as he said in these words. Because he is God. We are not. So who are we to say how he's supposed to do something? We're not. So let's pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just lift up Trump. God, we just pray that your blood would cover him. We cancel every demonic assignment sent out against the call on his life that you have put on him. We declare uh, a protection over him and every assignment broken and sent back to where it came from. We cancel every witchcraft assignment, every curse, anything that would try to come to break and, and, and weigh down his mantle that he's been given. We bind it now and we command it to let go of him in the name of Jesus Christ. And we loose peace. We loose uh, clarity and vision over Trump. And we trust that you will work mightily in him, Lord. And we declare that you will use him for your glory and your kingdom. We declare that he is anointed and chosen. And we declare it and we lift it up to the Lord right now. But we lift it out into the atmosphere and we release it. And we say... Go do the work. Go do the work, Holy Ghost and fire. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You guys, this, this, these words got me all fired up. If you cannot tell, I hope you watch this all the way through to the end. Also, all the links below to all the stuff that I have going on and any kind of revival you can show up to, it's all below. Look at it. Amen. Dream Talks will be released this week, the end of this week. Amen. And I will talk to you guys later.